Good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic. There of this is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And this week we're not talking about covid 19. I have been doing this show here in Texas, Republic Thereof, since 2010, and I've never had a guest from Kingsville, Texas. And that is a place that I love. A zillion years ago, I was selling internet banking to banking brands down in South Texas, trying to convince people that one day Americans would actually want to use their computer to check their balance, not their car or their phone. And I went down to Kingsville one day, and I closed two sales just like that, boom, boom. And they were – this was kind of a big deal. Th- these sales often took weeks and weeks and weeks and follow-ups. And, you know, thank you for meeting with me two weeks ago. Here's a letter with my, you know, name embossed at the bottom. Folks, in 2020, on this show, not a webinar, but we're going to continue – to talk to real banking professionals like our new friends down at Clayburg Bank. And we're going to do it all right after this. Conference quality information without the expense report. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Hey, Kingsville, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Jason. Appreciate it. Hey, I'm great. And we started by asking Brad, hey, tell us about your career in banking. Um, so I started in banking as a, a part-time job in high school around the age of 17 and have probably worked in every department you could imagine, including the guy who mows the grass and hangs the Christmas lights during the holidays, um, yep. all the way up through, through lending and other things uh, along the way. Worked at a couple different sized banks, but uh, found a home. Uh, back in my hometown of Kingsville uh, with Clayburg Bank, and I've been there for almost 13 years now. So uh, raised a family along the way, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Well, 13 years is a long time, and I asked Brad, did you plan on a career in banking, or did it just kind of happen? You know, honestly, I probably didn't. I, I had worked at the bank as, you know, a part-timer and worked my way yeah. through college, but I, I, I don't think that I ever sat there and said, oh, this is what I'm going to do my whole career. I, I thought exactly. it was interesting, um, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I had to I had to really uh, put a lot of thought into it. But for sure, uh, you know, I thought I'd probably be a writer or, some, you know, something else, uh, <laughs> maybe a little more entertaining. So I, I think for myself, uh, I made the right choice. I think community banks issued a generational beatdown on credit unions when it came to funding and supporting small businesses during COVID-19, I just said the word I didn't want to say, but you know what I'm talking about, the SBA PPP program. I think community banks kept us out of a Great Depression, and I asked Brad about that. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I think community banks stepped up in a huge way. Um, you know, our, our little bank, uh, I say little because we pale in comparison to the banks you see on, on TV on a daily basis. Uh, we put almost $40 million back into our economy through the PPP program. And about 5,500 employees were, were beneficiaries 
um, from those business clients. So I think absolutely that story is repeated all across the state and all across the country. Uh, and, and if you think about it, Jason, you know, community banks are probably the least equipped to react to a program like that. I can remember uh, Sunday nights, uh, Saturday mornings, you know, Friday into the middle of the night trying to figure out how to do this thing. And, and at the end of the day, we were, we were ecstatic uh, with what we were able to do for our community. So, yeah, I, I agree well, with your sentiment. Community bankers were keen yeah. to that. Well, keen in a $40 million way. That may not sound like a lot of money in the context of the gross domestic product or the GNP of the United States of America, but in Kingsville, Texas, somewhere between San Antonio and Corpus Christi and Laredo, Texas, $40 million in a local community is not insignificant, and community bankers figured out the PPP program without the benefit of webinars and YouTube videos, and Brad talks about what it was like to do something so important without any kind of framework or experience. We, we were having conversations about how we were literally uh, got, it, got on an airplane and took off with no flying lessons, and they were literally still building the plane around us while we were trying to navigate for our customers. Because if you recall, uh, the, the businesses were told, this is going to run out. It's first come, first serve. You better go figure this out. Good luck. And they told the banks, hey, this is going to run out. Good luck. You better figure it out. And uh, from a perspective of saving the local businesses, uh, couldn't agree with you more. To close out the show, as we always do, we ask Brad, hey, what kind of things do you enjoy doing with your family? And found out that Brad and his wife have a very unique multi-generational family within their immediate family. I have an interesting family. My wife and I have been uh, married for over 22 years, and we have two older sons that are in their 20s already. So we started our family very young. And so my older sons and I uh, have sort of merged friend groups, and we spend a lot of our time uh, playing golf all around South Texas and enjoying each other's company. Um, and we, we spend a lot of time out at the Ellie Ramey Golf Course in Kingsville and some other around the area. But then I've got two younger kids uh, who are, are 10 and 11, and uh, well, nine and a half and 11, and, and they and we do a lot of uh, silly things like have movie nights, and we spend a lot of good family time. And, and our our next favorite thing is we're like amusement park junkies, and so every yep. year we'll get a season pass somewhere and spend a bunch of time there. So yeah, we we just like to have fun. Uh, my wife and I uh, have a lot of shared interests. And uh, it's been a – Kingsville's a great place for us to uh, enjoy our family and, and, and spend time with loved ones. And I asked Brad, does having that multi-generational demographic within your own children help you as you think about banking? Uh, absolutely. And so yeah. uh, my, my younger children in their 20s uh, are my guinea pigs for a lot of stuff. Uh, I have them go <laughs> test out our ATMs, use our mobile apps, give feedback at, – get them to ask other people questions. Um, you know, I'll tell you a good story, Jason. My, my daughter, who's 11, found out that when I was a kid, I didn't have the Internet. And she said, Dad, None of us did. how did you survive? <laughs> how did you survive? <laughs> how did you survive? You know, and it was, uh, so yeah. they'll, they'll be the next uh, focus group for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, our first guest from Kingsville couldn't have done any better, and we thanked Brad so much for him and the whole team at Kleberg Bank for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate uh, it. Just great job. Yeah, great job. <laughs> awesome. 
such a such a great story, you know, from the young people. There are now two American generations that did not grow up with the internet, and two generations that did. I refer to them as Boomer X, the baby boomers, and Generation X and Generation Next, the millennials and the Gen Zers. By a stroke of luck for someone like me who loves talking about generational marketing and management, Brad and his wife have young people from two very different generations. The millennials are not Generation Z, and Generation Z are not the millennials. You heard Brad talking about family movie night. I knew the epidemic or the pandemic was serious when I spent three nights watching The Tiger King on Netflix. That's when I knew you must be bored out of your mind. That's when it got serious. In less than 20 years, Netflix has gone from being get your home movie in less than two days to a network where you can download original movies and television shows and your old favorites on your iPad, on your smartphone, on your computer. From a historical standpoint, video rental didn't even last 20 years. And that's what I mean by the changing tempo of the world in which we all do business. And we're going to keep talking about it, whether you're in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, Kingsville, Texas, Republic thereof, or anywhere else. My name is Jason Dice. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week.